Come on. Quick ask before we get started today, I am working to help people lead happier and more contented lives. My part of that is money. So if you enjoyed today's episode or if you've enjoyed past episodes, please take a minute and leave a quick review on iTunes. Subscribe. That helps uh, the show climb up the rankings and helps more people uh, find it. So thanks a lot. So crazy story about light bulbs turning on, going off. Chance encounters, serendipity, um, or just coincidences. Either way, um, I want to tell you a little bit about that in the wake of everything that's going on with GE. Not sure if you've been following that or not. Before I do that, I just want to say sorry for the frog in my throat. Um, that's the last thing I'm going to say about it. Nothing I can do about it. But what I am going to do is do my best. So... Interestingly, oddly enough, I was listening to a new podcast called Con Artists. It's very good. And the first couple episodes were detailing Bernie Madoff and that whole crazy, crazy, crazy story. And somebody I'd never heard about is Harry Marco Polis. And Harry Marco Polis realized that Bernie Madoff was running a scam like 10 years before he ever got busted. And he kept telling the SEC over and over and over again about it. It's like, this is, this is fraud. Like this man is committing fraud and time and time again, the SEC would go in and investigate and not find any wrongdoing. So this Marco Polis guy was pulling his hair out. Um, Anyway, long story short, obviously, his work ended up finally bringing down Bernie Madoff and exposing the largest Ponzi scheme in, I think, in in the history of the country. So pretty wild. And then fast forward, this was literally um, like two or three weeks ago. And then the week of the, um, the 12th, my wife was out of town for a couple of days. So I, I guess I didn't have my finger on the pulse of the news. She gets back on Wednesday or Thursday night and says, have you heard about GE? And I hadn't, I hadn't heard um, anything about it. And so I went on YouTube and there's this Harry Marco Polis guy that I just spent a couple of hours listening to a podcast about. And if you are not familiar, he is saying that GE has been essentially cooking their books for a long time and that they have been committing accounting fraud to the tune of billions and billions and billions of dollars. So where it's all going to settle, I certainly do not know. And there has not been a ton of news come out about what's going on. I'm sure that uh, it's going to take a long time. There's going to be a lot of investigations, but just crazy timing, right? This Harry Marco Polis guy, I'd never heard it before in my life. All of a sudden, I spent a lot of time listening to him and detailing his work on the Madoff scandal. And all of a sudden he's front and center on, uh, all these, all these financial shows talking about how he exposed what he says is fraud with GE. So I started reading through his report and the next light bulb for me or serendipitous moment, whatever coincidence, I don't know what the right term is. Somebody can perhaps tell me goes off. I'm reading through these reports and 
it says LTC. That pops up a couple of times. And it was a little late in the day and I, I was a little tired. And I sort of thought, well, maybe it's saying like long-term cash. And it clicks in my head. I'm like, oh, they're talking about long-term care. I'm like, that's that's kind of wild. And then it, it all sort of came rushing back to me. Um, so I started my career in 2001 with New York Life. And at that time, uh, New York Life sold long-term care insurance. They still do today. But the New York Life long-term care policies were literally twice as expensive as so many of the other carriers, particularly the, the offerings by GE. They were twice as expensive. And, you know, I, I learned right away through great coaching and training and everything else that New York Life was doing a better job of underwriting the policies because they thought that all of these other companies, GE included, were greatly, vastly underestimating the claims that were going to be paid out in the future on these policies. And that went on for years and years and years. And it wasn't only New York Life. It was also Mass Mutual, so Massachusetts Mutual. It was Northwestern Mutual. Um, and I, I, I should give everybody else credit for who got it right. So there's probably other companies out there that did proper underwriting and proper due diligence on what the actual claims were going to be as it pertains to long-term care, long-term care insurance. Uh, but I don't know. But I can tell you that certainly New York Life, Mass Mutual, and Northwestern Mutual, they knew that way, way, way in advance. So I, I lived through that. And now I've been in the business for 18 years. And I will never forget, never forget having those conversations and having to, to coach somebody and say, hey, what's going to end up happening is these companies are going to raise their rates because they're, they're just going to have to because their claims are going to be enormous. And sometimes it worked and, and sometimes it didn't. But I guess what's important about that is that I was listening to Jim Cramer and other blowhards, these financial talking heads, giving you hot tips, hot takes, hot financial takes, giving you trading tips and all this other nonsense. He was talking about how no one knew. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. And I was sitting there like, well, that's that's freaking BS. Like plenty of people knew. Plenty of companies knew. Huge companies that sell tons of insurance and do a great job. They knew. So whatever, however this deal shakes out, I don't want to hear that nobody knew. Oh, it wasn't. No, BS. BS. For whatever reason, GE was being greedy or stupid. Whatever it was. But and if, if you pay attention to, to Marco Polis and to other people that that ran in those those CFA uh, circles over the past 30 years talking about GE, none of it's ever made any sense. And I don't know. I can't I can't cast aspersions on GE's accounting or anything like that. But they say we always thought they were cooking their books for years and years and years. They would just be beating their number every year, every year. 
I have a good friend. He was working over uh, for a very large South Korean company for many years. And they would always want to benchmark GE. And he always thought, well, why in the world do these guys who are so successful running such a successful company want to be benchmarking GE? GE wants to be us, not the other way around. And so now it's coming out that uh, that maybe there was maybe there was some fuckery going on there. So again, I don't want to hear that uh, that nobody knew, because there's plenty of people out there who knew. If I knew, for God's sakes, if I knew when I was 22 years old that uh, that something was funny, that not everything was right, uh, then there's plenty of super smart people who knew, and just decided to turn a blind eye in the name of, you know, just quarterly profit. Either way, um, pretty interesting. I'm, I'll be fascinated to, as I'm sure everybody will, fascinated to see how it all shakes out. Um, and I don't know that there's a big lesson to take here other than, I mean, it's always a matter of trusting but verify. Um and that's what the Bertie Madoff case taught us, hopefully. And the Enron scandals and everything else. Just because just because we think that a company's great does not mean that they're that they're that they're doing everything that, that they're supposed to be doing. So all right. Well, have a great Labor Day. Um, I know that I certainly intend to, hopefully able to take some time off with your family. And as always, do your part by doing your best. Before I go, quick announcement. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step-by-step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it and then how to get great guests and keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegrombacher.com forward slash podcast course and you'll find it there you can just go to the website i'll also list that in the notes of the show what's up savage nation please support the show by subscribing leave us a review and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it come on